Welcome to the Sell Well, Do Good podcast. I'm your host, Andy Narricott, and I'm speaking with Scott Roy, CEO of Witten & Roy Partnership, to celebrate the release of the book, Sell Well, Do Good. In this episode, we hear about the first steps of working with an organization and diagnosing gaps in the attitude, competence, and execution. There's some fascinating stories here. I hope you enjoy. So we talked about race. How do you use this framework to create the change that you want? Well, typically when we get in close with a client and we always do what we call discovery work with an organization before we come in to do any change anything at all, we have to understand what it is they do, how they do it, because every organization, I mean, every organization has its own peculiarities, the personalities that are involved, the places where they're selling, the territories they're, they're selling in, the type of product they're selling, et cetera. I mean, there, there's, there, you can't just come in with a cookie cutter and just do the same thing with every client. It just would not work. And so sales consulting is a very highly specialized area where we actually come in and do a, a thorough investigation of what are, what are you currently doing so we can understand that. And then once we understand that through the lenses of attitude plus competence and execution, then we're able to then report back to the client, these are the things that uh, are not you know, you're not doing very well. <laughs> we also, we, we, we temper it with, well, these are the things you actually are doing well. You know, because so we, you know, people want to also understand what's, what is working and what do we want to continue doing? Right. So, uh, so, but what they hire us for is to help spot the gaps. And so we're basically coming back and reporting uh, in, 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 to a client to help them understand what these gaps are. And then we make a proposal to them about how they fill those gaps. Now, if somebody is reading Sell Well, Do Good, then they have the opportunity to do this uh, on a self-diagnosis base, basis, you say. And so uh, one of the chapters in the book is about, it has this section on race and helping people understand how to apply it. But, uh, but fundamentally, that's what we do is we do a, a thorough investigation into what is the status quo. What what do people do? And it's always interviewing salespeople, sales managers, you know, leaders in the business, and understanding how do you go about doing what you do. And so we ask lots of questions. We review all kinds of documents, et cetera. We talk to customers. We talk to people who are happy with the service, people who are unhappy with the service, you know, people who are current salespeople, people who are no longer selling with the organization. We find out why they left. You know, we find out all the bumps and the bruises and all the things that people really don't want to show us, <laughs> quite frankly, because once we're able to see these things, then we understand really what the truth is and what we need to do in order to change it. And so then we design programs, uh, you know, through training to be able to, um, uh, well, actually, we, we first redesign strategy and process uh, as far as the way that they're bringing the product to market, the way they're working their territory, the way they're reaching their customers, et cetera. Sometimes they're spot on with what they're doing as far as the approach. Um, but very often there are some key gaps and mistakes they're making in how they're doing that. And so we come in and then design a program that creates the right processes. Okay. So for me, a good example of that would be how they use their territory. Uh, oftentimes people will come in and or will come into an organization and they're just allowing their salespeople to run anywhere 
you know, in the, in, in the county or the state or the region they're in, rather than working it systematically. And when they, when they allow people to run everywhere, then they can't take advantage of the use of names and stories and, you know, sort of the momentum you gather by keeping a very tight footprint in territory. So just that one thing alone can make a huge difference, you see. So that, that's what we have the eye to see is exactly what it is that needs to change. And then we design programs and training to then deliver that to an organization. What would be really helpful for me, and I'm sure other people listening, is just a brief example of what is, a, you know, uh, an attitude gap that you've spotted in an organization. What is a competence gap? I mean, you've made sure. given, and then the execution. Sure. Well, an attitude gap would be where people are saying, you know, it's impossible to sell to people when the when it's just the mother at home. You know, or it's, you know, we can't sell during the rainy season. That was a classic, actually. And our third project we ever did in the developing world was in Cambodia with a, uh, a sanitation project. And um, so we were hired to help them. There's $8 million in this one project, the Gates Foundation, World Bank, and then also the Stone Family Foundation were scaling up a program that had had basically sold 10,000 toilets in two years, uh, it, which was a pilot. And then they wanted to scale up to 140,000 toilets, right? And so we were hired to come in and, and take a look at, at where are the gaps. And what we found was there was this massive belief that in the rainy season, you can't sell toilets. So they literally would shut down everything for four months. And it's like, what, you know, how in the world can you possibly hit 140,000 toilets, if you shut everything down for four months and, you know, and, and you lose all your momentum, all the salespeople, all the managers, you lose all the muscle memory of that. And so we looked at this and we said, wait, wait a minute, why is it you can't sell in the rainy season? Oh, well, you know, because the roads are really bad and, and farmers are in their fields and they're not at home and they don't have money and all their money is in the crop. They were giving all kinds of excuses and reasons why the rainy season was an awful season to sell. And so anyway, we, this was what we saw as our secret weapon, what we were bringing to this organization was to help them, help them really get to grips with this is just an attitude problem. Okay. This is an attitude issue. And so we got the program started and six months into it, we hit the rainy season. And so then we'd already designed this. We didn't mention anything about rainy season to, back in the early days. Uh, and then six months into it, we came back in and we did a special training just on attitude, how to remove that block. And sure enough, it, it did. And their sales actually didn't stop. They actually increased during the rainy season. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, the, and that program went on over a three-year period and did deliver, in fact, 141,000 toilets. And today, it's, I think, 360,000 toilets today, uh, arguably the most successful market-based approach to selling toilets uh, in the developing world. Amazing. So that would be an, that would be an example of attitude mm -hmm. that was just completely blocking people's willingness to even try. You say, you know, people don't believe they can do something. What's the likelihood they're going to be able to do it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, right? So that's attitude. And then competence would be, well, it, it's like, um, for example, when you're demonstrating a product, people talk about, well, you want to talk about the features and the benefits. You've probably heard of that before. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you do that? Well, you know, there's a very specific way that we teach how to do that. And, and so we would point out a feature of, of a product and then we would say, add the words, which means that. 
Okay. So for example, uh, the easy latrine is uh, everything is sold in one package, which means that you don't have to go to five different places to find the cement, the pipe, the, the uh, concrete, the wood, et cetera. It's all s- sold in one package. Isn't that a great idea? You see? So it's just something as simple as that, a technique that helps the client understand the solution better and why it's to their benefit. Now, there are all kinds of sort of, I, I, you know, we'll say tips and tricks, and, and that's the way sales is typically taught. But what we like to do is we like to, to bring it into a package that is a, a system of selling. So uh, and very often what we'll do with an organization is we'll um, use something called a site seller. And the site seller is a way of telling the story, the sale, the sales story, essentially, of the product. And then it's teaching people about how to use that in such a way so it's interactive, that it's not a speech, you know, that it's not a hard pitch or whatever. And that's where, you know, that's where competence comes in. And certainly, you know, the, the, the art and the skill of closing the sale, which is then leading a person to a decision, yes or no. Uh, of whether or not they want to buy it. Oftentimes, most of the organizations we work with simply do not even try to close. They, it just doesn't even happen. They'll demonstrate the product and then it'll sit there. <laughs> you know, it's the most, you know, I mean, as a salesperson, as a professional salesperson, I look at that and I go, oh, you know, I can't believe that, that, that people don't even know that they should be closing the sale. Of course, I didn't know that when I was 20, but they taught me how to do that, you see. So that's those are some examples of competence. And then execution is... You know, how do you spend your time? What are you doing? How many demonstrations are you making every day? What, you know, what's the metric count of the number of people I've actually visited? So if I go out and I visit three people in a day, I'm going to have a much smaller chance of making a sale than seeing if I see 30 people a day or 20 people in a day. And so every product that is sold on the marketplace, you can, you can basically decide what is that cadence, what's the rhythm of what a salesperson should be doing each day. So if you start your day at eight o'clock in the morning and you work until 6 p.m., what does that perfect day look like when you're selling product X, you say? And, and when you design that for a salesperson, you, you literally design every minute of, of that day about what they actually need to be doing in order to be successful at what their job is, you see. And so that's one of the things that we find in most organizations, they just absolutely have an absence of. You know, they just basically give the product to a group of people and say, go forth and sell. And it's just not strong enough. You, you've got to help people think through, how am I gonna spend my time so that I get the result that you want me to get? And that I wanna to get too, but you're telling me that I need to hit a certain target? All right, how should I go about doing that? That's what execution is all about.